Welcome to this Lord's Day worship. We trust that the Lord would encourage us, that the Lord would strengthen us, that the Lord will cause us to know He's working in the circumstances at this time. Let me invite you to turn to a well-known passage of Scripture, and it is John chapter 8, verse 31. We will read up to verse 38, simply focusing on verse 31 and 32. John chapter 8, 31 to verse 38. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. He answered him, We are offsprings of Abraham, and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, Everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are offsprings of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your Father. Trust that the Lord will bless and has blessed the reading of his word. In the context of the coronavirus, the context of COVID-19, one of the realities that has gripped humanity across the globe is a fear. It is this sense of being enslaved a sense of paralyzing fear because of this virus. And it is that we seek to have addressed this Lord's Day in considering the gospel, the absolute liberating truth. The gospel, the absolute liberating truth. A story is told of a small boy who was on the witness stand in an important lawsuit. The prosecuting attorney cross-examined him, then delivered, he thought, a crushing blow to the testimony. Your father has been telling you how to testify, has he not? Yes, the lad replied, and did not hesitate with the answer. Now, said the lawyer, Triumphantly, just tell us how your father told you to testify. Well, the boy said modestly, Father told me the lawyers would try to tangle me in my testimony. But if I would just be careful to tell the truth, I could repeat the same thing every time. Truth is worth repeating because of what it does. According to our text, it sets free. Someone has said there are only two ways of doing something. Either 
in freedom or in bondage. And as you read the passage before us, that's what it is underlining. Listen to the reading of God's word again. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Now the people to whom he was speaking understood the implication and the camps to which they belong. They either belong to the camp of the free or the enslaved. So they answered in verse 33. They answered him, We are offsprings of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say we will become free? When reflecting on the truth of the gospel being the absolute liberating truth, the implication, and in a qualified sense, that only the gospel puts us in a position of freedom, anything else and everything else is enslaving. COVID-19 has hit humanity as an atomic of paralyzing and enslaving fear. Now you go to a show, you are told where to stand, one and a half meters or two meters apart. Why is that rule? Because we are afraid that if we stand next to the person, we may just have this virus pass on to us. We are told to wash repeatedly, not to touch our face, our face. Listening to one humorous presentation in Parliament, I think it's a Kenyan Parliament, the late Bessel has put it this way, avoid men. That is mouth, ears, and nose. It has introduced literally lockdowns, enslaving practices, and lifestyles. Can we be an environment of slavery and yet be free? Can we be under a lockdown and yet be free? Can we be in an environment of corona even as it, is, it has hit us and yet according to the text, be free? Is that a possibility? Part of this enslaving fear is the absence of truth regarding the virus. The only certainty about this virus is that it is dangerous and that we don't know much about it. And that in itself is scary. That is enslaving. That is fearful. We know little about this. We're not certain if my reading and listening to news is accurate. We're not even as clear to which animal. Whether it's birds or bats or pigs or cattle or wild animals, we are not clear. That much we know that we don't know much. And that is scary. In that context, can we leave the reality of John 8.32 and you know the truth and the truth will set you free? Truth is absolutely important as we shall see in opening up John 8, 31 to 32 by answering basically three related questions. 
And we're asking these three related questions in the context of COVID-19, the context of the coronavirus. It is in that context I would like us to have these verses be a glorious encouragement and a glorious verse to think about as we live in this context. The three questions are basically one, in what sense is John 8 verse 32 generally true? In what sense is John 8 32 generally true? And in what sense is it true in the context of this virus? The second question, in the context of John 8 31 and 32, what is the absolute truth being referred to that without a doubt sets free indeed? In the context of John 8, 31, 32, what is the absolute truth being referred to that without a doubt sets free indeed? Lastly, what does the truth, the gospel message, sets free from? And how does it do that? And through whom does it do that? Therefore, question one. In what sense is John 8.32 generally true? Before we answer the question explicitly or directly, we need to answer a subsidiary or secondary, secondary question. And it is simply this. What is truth? And we answer this question, or even in the context of the disciples asking the question, what is truth? But simply, what is truth? Well, you can define truth from the legal, ethical, or philosophical perspectives. But our working definition generally will be as follows. In the legal sense, truth denotes, signifies, and aligns the actual reality of a cause, the actual validity of a cause, the authenticity of facts, that is the genuineness, to define a word by itself, the truthfulness of the facts, or an authentic guarantee, or genuineness as opposed to falsehood. Truth generally has to do with the ethical concept of veracity or accuracy or validity. Truth generally has to do with non-concealment or the disclosure of a thing as it is. That is the context and the definition which will be generally applied as we answer the question, what is truth? And as we consider the gospel, the absolute liberating truth in the general sense, and as we respond to COVID-19. John 8.32, as a general rule or principle, is true, but in a limited sense. John 8.32, as a general rule or principle, is true, 
but it is true in a limited sense. Although John 8.32 and reads, and you know the truth and the truth will set you free, is misapplied by many people, such as when it occurs as the motto in many public libraries, with the implication that any true information has a liberating effect, while that is misapplied generally, it is however true in a limited sense. So while the motto that implies that any true information has a liberating effect is not absolutely and always true, it is true only to a certain degree. And it is to that limited degree with the implication that brings about, I would like us to open up the verses under consideration John 8, 31 to 32, and in the context of COVID-19 or the coronavirus. In this context then, when we read John 8, verse 31 and 32, the text is a call to the necessity, the need of truth, knowing this truth for liberty and freedom. But this passage is a call in this context to you and to me to understand what are lies regarding COVID-19, what are guessworks, what are simply assumptions, and what is factual. We must avail ourselves by reading, listening, and exposing ourselves to the facts regarding this virus. One thing that is true about COVID-19 is that there are probably too many sources of information and some of these sources are outrightly contradictory. Listening to the other day, what we should be doing, we generally told regarding masks, Two positions. We must wear them at all occasions, as far as is practical, or wear them only when we are infected. In the context of that uncertainty, what do you do? The World Health Organization, as of yesterday, the latest I heard, was simply still saying, wear the masks. The masks should only be worn by those infected or by those who are dangerously exposed. We are the Chinese expert who told us that if we all wore masks, we would do a lot to reduce the infection. And all I'm saying that in that environment, avail yourself the information. It will set you free. COVID, coronavirus, is a scary reality. But it will even be more scary. It will be more threatening. You will be absolutely paralyzed if you have no information. Read, listen, tune in so that you know what is true and this will give you some level of freedom. An environment of uncertainty 
can be, depending on the gravity and subject of uncertainty, be very unsettling and anxiety and panic-inducing, if not outright fear. You know, you can be simply affected by the psychology of this virus. Simply to know, for instance, that one has been in Lusaka and they've come to the copper belt. You'll probably be thinking Lusaka equals Corona. Get tested. Know your status in this context. So as we read John 8, 31, 32, and in the context of the coronavirus, know as much as you can because the statement in this context, information sets free, is true. It is true. Don't be ignorant. Read and understand. But please be careful with the sources of your information. Please be careful that as you pass on information, you verify. Because the information you pass on will do two things. It will either cause people to be more enslaved, or you give them an opportunity to live life in the context, but with some level of liberty, with some level of freedom. The second question, therefore, in the context of John 8, 31, 32, what is the absolute truth being referred to that without a doubt, whether in this context or in any other setting, sets free indeed. The text is a reference as you read verses 31 and 32. It's a reference to the gospel and perseverance in it as a mark of being a genuine disciple of Christ. You notice that as you read the scriptures, there are two groups, arguably, that have believed. Some genuinely, some hypocritically. Some from simply some stand of pretense, others from an inner motive of sincerity. So the text is a reference to the gospel and perseverance in it as a mark of being a genuine disciple of Christ. The truth in this sense in this same Gospel of John is stated as the Word of God. Sanctify them in the truth. Your Word is truth. John 17, 17. So you notice in this context that the mark of a true disciple is continuation in the instructions of his or her teacher. Disciples who continue to abide in Jesus' word come to know the truth or demonstrate a knowledge of the truth of the gospel. Such ones live a liberated life. True disciples are those who not only profess commitment to Christ, but those who hold to submit to, act out, remain in and love the words of Christ. The statement is addressing those who have genuinely believed in or on the Lord Jesus, not simply those who are moved by temporal excitement to admit 
his claim. The marks or the mark of the rude disciple are nothing short of a conscious determination to live in Christ's message. This means constantly listening to and meditating upon the word so that everything we do, everything we do and think is a manifestation of the mind of Christ. The implication of these verses in our context is this. But if you are not a Christian, if you are not saved, if you are not a genuine disciple of Christ, you of all people must be terribly afraid, not only of the coronavirus, but of anything that endangers your life today. If you are not in Christ, you must be absolutely afraid because you do not ultimately have the remedy for freedom. You do not ultimately have a sense of being free even when the environment is crutching. What Corona must do in your life is not only make you afraid to contract it, it's make you afraid if by God's determination you go home by the means of this virus that you go to a place of absolute no rest. You'll be going to a place worse than an environment in which Corona thrives in the worst way possible. If you are a Christian, however, the gospel, the gospel must give you a level of freedom even as you do all that you must, even as you live in this threatening, paralyzing reality of this virus. If you are saved, here is what the text says, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Is it possible to live in the context of Corona with a free mind? Yes, it is. Does that mean we become very careless? No, it does not. Even when we do our best, our sense of freedom must come with what Christ has done because of what he has done and what he continues to do because of who he is and what he has promised because of the assurances he's given us that knowledge, that truth will cause you to live in this environment of Corona with freedom. Third question. What does the truth, the gospel, set free from? How does the gospel do this? And through whom 
does the gospel do this? First question was generally, what is truth? What is this truth? And in regard to that question, in what sense is John 8.32 generally true? Was laboring there to state that even in the context of Corona, know the truth about this virus and apply that truth appropriately. Apply that truth appropriately. That knowledge will give you a sense of liberty. The second question was in the context of John 8 and 132, what is the absolute truth being referred to that without a doubt sets free indeed the gospel, the word of God. And as you read the scriptures, Christ himself, unless you have Christ, you have the gospel, have applied the gospel, you've appropriated the message of God, you're still in bondage. Even without the virus, you are under lockdown. Third question, what does the truth free from? How and through whom does this truth liberate us? The truth which must be lived, the truth which we must believe, literally stated, is in the word which is Christ. Really, verse 1 should literally read like this. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in the words which are mine, not someone else's words, in the context of the gospel, the context of the gospel, it is the words of Christ, the scriptures, the message of the gospel. The context, the truth in view is the message, the teaching that Christ has revealed. And Christ has said a lot regarding times of calamities like this one, regarding times of pandemics or epidemics like this one, regarding times of viruses and sicknesses like this one, regarding times that threaten our very physical life when people die in short periods of times in thousands. Christ has revealed much. And in that environment he's saying to us, you will know the gospel. You will know my word. You will know the scriptures and the knowledge of the scriptures as applied to the circumstance will give you a sense of confidence and boldness with the freedom of God to live in that situation. In the context, therefore, the truth in view is the message, the teaching that Christ revealed. Jesus was speaking particularly of the gospel. It is the truth that is peculiarly Christ's teaching. It is that which is characteristically of Christ. When this truth, which is Jesus' teaching, is understood and is sincerely and rightly appropriated, it 
does set people free. In the context of the corona, what are we scared of? Well, truth be told, we are scared to die. That's the thing. If we could have this virus and there is no threat of dying, you know, we, we have viruses of tuberculosis coming in contact with it day and night, but its lethalness is not to this degree. We rarely are afraid. Germs are everywhere in the atmosphere, in our homes, in our workplace. They are everywhere. The reason we're not so afraid is that either bodies have developed a defense system or there is medication readily available to deal with this. So there is a sense in which, even though these things are realities, but their threat of death is as it were remote. We are afraid of this virus because contracting it, even though we are told the percentage of mortalities really, really small. But when we see those that are affected and they've died when they show us certain hospitals that have run out of space for bodies, the certain places are basically getting to do mass graves. When medical people are showing us the critical situation in which the patients are, how less prepared we are we're not only afraid because of the economy. We're not only afraid because we'll not move. We're not afraid because of APCD. We are afraid to die. Well, this text is addressing that fear. The truth liberates those who embrace and continue to embrace. To embrace this truth, this truth liberates those who embrace and continue to embrace it spiritually from ignorance of sin. It is setting free those that have looked to Christ from the power and dominion of sin, the tyranny of the devil. Oh, but it sets free from the fear of death. When this truth, which is Jesus' teaching, is understood and sincerely and rightly, appropriately, he does set free from ignorance, from sin, from death, and the power and all that comes with this fear. So coronavirus is simply a reminder that death is a reality. Every human being has been confronted with this reality in everybody. From president to the lowest in society, are afraid. There's no respect of persons. I announce to you, you can deal with that fear when you come to Christ. Truth liberates from ignorance and error. The prejudices of education and freedom that in the state of being in the power of the law. It's, it is liberating from the tyrant of Satan, sin and death. The light of truth dispel the darkness in which lies the stronghold of evil. Beloved, there is indeed a freedom 
from a more crushing enemy, from a more crushing foe than coronavirus. We have a more dangerous enemy than COVID-19. Sin and its consequences. If you do not come to Christ, if you are not a Christian, Corona is child's play in terms of the consequences of sin. There is need of a freedom from a more crushing foe than the coronavirus sin. Truth in this context is not a system but has liberating power. It's not just something to be written or spoken about, but something to be experienced and lived. Jesus does not only deal with the truth. A person who believes the gospel is set free from, but he also deals with who actually sets free. So if the Son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. Christ is the source, the sum and substance of the gospel. This is the truth we should be pointing people to with a sense of more agency than any other virus. One of the things that is happening in our context is that we're almost competing who has the latest information on coronavirus, who has the latest information of how many have died so far, who are the latest of information which president has been affected. We be competing with this. May I pose a challenge to you? Compete in the spreading of the gospel. There is a more dangerous virus than corona which demands more urgency than we have given it in the past. Not to experience the liberating power of the gospel is to be under the contraction of the worst, that is the nastiest, the wickedest, most horrible virus ever, with the most awful, terrible, dreadful devastation ever. Not to experience the liberating power of the gospel is to be under the worst virus ever and its consequences, sin and hell. Run from it. There is anything Corona must remind you of is that there is the worst Corona and it's the consequence of sin. Hell. Let me conclude with these words as stated by Derek Carlson. Almost everywhere, if almost everyone, if asked, would profess to loving freedom and wanting freedom rather than bondage. Yet saying we love freedom and actually experiencing freedom are very far apart. And this is so because freedom ultimately involves actions that are in line with God's word. To act in any other way is bondage. It is bondage even if your ancestors have been doing it for over 500 years. It is bonded even if your whole community or nation does like that which they are doing. The basis ultimately for freedom does not arise from the wishes of the majority. It does not arise from the decree of the president. Freedom arises from the truth, whether in the context of corona or not. And the truth ultimately is God's truth. 
as we more and more live by the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, we will possess that freedom God intends us to have. People have no freedom to do what they want to do to them. But information can give you freedom. Oh, but remember that you are a slave of sin if you are not in Christ. And unless you set free from that bondage, you will perpetually be in bondage of sin in hellfire. Run and embrace his freedom. If God permitted to die from this virus, will you be free beyond corona? Please be free. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Freedom, that truth, is the gospel of Christ. Are you sure you are saved? May God set you free through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.